Nation. Welcome to Human Seeking. Human Episode 36. This is the one where we have an audience. Hey, Evan. Hi, Evan. Evan's waving. Evan is here. <laughs> and he's cool. And has been instructed to stay muted. Yeah, we said shut up. So so that's why, yeah. If we if we talk shit about Evan, Evan's like, you know what, not defending myself. That's because we didn't let him. We're not allowing you, it to happen. You too could have the opportunity to be bullied m- mercilessly and forced into silence by me and Zandy. Pay attention, you know, join our raffles. It's so it's it's fun for us, you know what I mean? And that's all yeah. that really matters. Yeah, we're going to do this again. We actually did a couple drawings and um, have some people, or it had have a couple dates, so we're doing some this again next week, having uh, some audience members. So we'll definitely do it again in the future. Just, Heck yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Okay, so... Do you want to tell Evan's news? You want you should talk about this because you brought you brought Trans Lifeline to my attention, and I'm sure many other people's attentions. So yeah, okay. So Trans Lifeline is um, well, we've talked about what Trans Lifeline is, but they're they're close to my heart. I have a lot of trans and non-binary friends in my life, and I know that it's really exciting to see any kind of healthcare services, especially mental healthcare services that are not only educated about, but also directed towards people in the LGBT community, specifically the trans and non-binary community. Um, I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to bring this uh, to Zandi and to all of you for this fundraiser. And Evan not only generously donated to the Trans Lifeline, but also is applying to work there and has an interview today and how I like how amazing is that they're always looking for volunteers um you can check it out on their website um and uh and wow good luck Evan and I'm so happy and like you know it just makes me so happy because it really does it matters you know it, it makes a big difference um so I just appreciate everybody who donated so much I appreciate um Evan for for putting in the extra effort and going to volunteer and just big wow you know just big wows big wows yeah so thank you thank you Liz that's so great that you brought that and of course thank you Evan for uh, yeah because this is something I didn't know about so it's great it's so great um now Poncho's looking at us Poncho's like get get come on let's get this episode going yeah Poncho's a little He's a little needy lately. I'm not sure what's going on with him. Does he get it from somebody? Hmm? Zandy. Okay, I'll move on. <laughs> tell me about my dream date, okay? Tell I'll tell me you about, about your dream, dream date. date. This is where I, I set you up with someone, and I think I found it. I think I did my it. My dream, dream date? Based on what I've learned about you. We'll see. Oh, no. Um, this is from the Berkeley Barb. Uh, This is from February of 1970. Young female diving partner wanted. Will teach scuba diving for companionship. Willing to live in Miami together. No prudes. Reply and photo to P.O. Box. Wow. (laughs) Um, Are you implying that I'm not a prude? Okay, no. 
so okay that was what was so hard a skank (laughs) that was what was so hard going through the berkeley barb they're all like not all but mostly so sexual and i was like i gotta we're not there yet i mean i don't like i would feel like i would get shit if i presented something really like berkeley barb so this one i was like but i know you like water a lot and i thought i do like water exactly maybe this is a good opportunity for you Okay, no, I mean... I was just hoping you'd focus on the scuba part, not the prudish, prude part. You know, I I actually competitively dived. I was on the dive team in high school. So you don't need this person. So I don't, yeah. I don't need them in my life. Do you know how to scuba, though? Um, no. Yeah, so there you go. Would you want to live in Miami? I don't want to insult our Miami listeners, so yes. Yeah, we have I a huge Florida. base down in Miami. That's where our first live show is going to be. Yeah, there's hundreds of thousands of Miamians. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. Specifically at the diving club, so yeah, gotta be gotta be wary of that. So Bye. yeah, you 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 don't you're not going along with this. I can give you the actual PO box. I have it right here. No thanks. Okay, I'll text you. I, text you it anyway, just in case you change your mind. You're gonna get me in trouble with Joey. um okay well i have one for you um this one is titled starting over humorous single black man 28 medium build light skin employed enjoys football basketball seeks single female for friendship maybe more and i chose this person for you because they're they said they're humorous Mm -hmm. and maybe you could learn how to be funny from them (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for. Evan just burst into laughter, which was really validating for me. I, I hate now. I hate that you have an audience <laughs> other than it. me. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, I, it's funny you say that because I was going to make the joke that I prefer being the funny person in the relationship, the funnier person. So have this you person's. Experienced that? <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. No, sorry. I actually haven't. Um, well, okay, maybe in some ways, but my ex and I did have a pod briefly had a podcast together and we stopped because I wasn't funny enough. And that was my call. I was like, I can't do this. Like she was on it every time. And I'm like this. I can't do this. We were playing characters. It was a whole thing. And it was funny, like fun, I guess. But um, yeah, she was just so much funnier than me. So no, and I only that's my only relationship. So thanks for bringing all this up. You know, you're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, in our friendship relationship, I'm definitely the funny one. The hilarious one. I'm also the beautiful one. I'm just watching what Evan's doing because Evan has to be very careful with those reactions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have the power to kick everybody. (laughs) Um, If if Zandy does that, Evan, I'll send you a link. We'll record it without him like I did last time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um... Do you want me to give you a textual encounter? Like read I love that. one. Okay, good. By the so way, is... I have three way back ones, so deal with it. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, I'll try to deal with it. I only have one. Okay, here is why do you have three? Man, you went way back, didn't you? Are they connected? Why are you waving me off? Are they connected? <laughs> I want to talk about this. <laughs> 
I'm excited for them. Okay, here's your textual encounter. We'll get to it. April 21st, 1999. This is from uh, The Morning Call in Allentown, Pennsylvania. March 31st, 1999. Parked next to you. Rode elevator with you and your mom. Asked if you read Missed Connections. Are you interested? So this person... This is the weirdest your mom joke I've ever heard. (laughs) Oh, no. Who are they talking to? I guess they said you and your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... um, yeah, but I like I like that fact that they just threw in the whole mom thing. But I guess let's make it more specific just in case someone else is going around an elevator saying, hey, do you read Missed Connections? The thing is, if you're willing to talk about that and bring that up, I'm kind of... Imp- well, maybe it's because the mom was there. You Like, not asking them mm. out there. Instead saying, hey, do you read Missed Connections, wink, wink? I'm going to ask you out on there. I feel like that's so... Yeah, it's not a missed connection. It's a like purposely, uh, purposely vague connection. Kind of like let's know. let's connect through the newspaper and not right here. Like yeah, we'll force this like, missed connection. Hey, uh, I'm talking to you in person. Check online later, and I'm gonna say that I wish I had the opportunity to talk to you in person. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's so true. You actually nailed it. Yeah. Oh, God. Um. Well, that's me, though. Like, that's something where I would meet someone and talk to them, get to know them, whatever, and then be really too scared to do anything. And then I'd, of course, I would reach out on social media and ask them out that way. Or, you know, I probably wouldn't even be like, can I get your number? I'd be too scared to do that. Yeah. I mean, I definitely... I remember when I was in Boston and I had like first come out of the closet, I was like too scared to go talk to people or even at that point, like download dating apps. Mm -hmm. So I just found like the gay bar girls night. Like they like posted like a flyer and I just like went through all of the girls who liked the post and followed them on social media. And I was wow, like, this that's is, how, forget yeah. Tinder. This is, this is high key networking. And that's you know what? Smart. I ended up making some of my closest friends because I followed them on Instagram. And then I was like, hey, do you need a music manager? Hey, I do marketing. Or I'd see them on out and about and I'd be like, I know you. You'd see them out and about because you see in their Instagram story where they are and then you followed them, right? Sandy, stop. I'm yes. just saying. I'm not judging. I'm just yeah. just making sure we get all the facts here. Yeah, yeah that's and then smart. I should post, stalk like, some people. like a picture people. of a TV show and I'd be like, I love that show. And then I'd be like on Netflix, like looking up the show. Like, <laughs> what is this show? Oh my God. I do that with music too. Someone I'm interested in is like sharing their music with me. I'm like, let me listen to that entire catalog so I can be like, oh yes, this is one of my favorites of the many songs I've listened to by this artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. got to do what you got to do, you know? Yeah, faux show. Yeah. Faux show. So okay. we better hurry because you have three way back whens. This is going to take an hour. I, I'm excited for well, this. Well, they're short. Well, you they're always, and you, <laughs> I don't care. You always have great way back whens. So this is going to be quality. Thank you. Don't hype me up because then I'm going to let y'all down. Um, okay, so these are three... Way back when I was doing some social media content for the IG and I was like doing some research on like some quirky little 
things. Um, they're from uh, one is at least one. Yeah, one is from a newspaper. I don't know which one. Sorry, dot com. One is from a book about diets from like the 1950s. And then one is from Playboy magazine. Okay. Do I pick which ones first? Yes. I would like the diet book first, please. Okay. So this is a diet called the wine and eggs diet. (laughs) Oh, no. And it's recommended for women on their, uh, I believe on their honey, like before their honeymoon. And that just makes it twice as gross. Okay. For breakfast, one egg cooked any way you choose, plus one average wine glass of white wine, sweet or dry. To this, add the juice of half a grapefruit or orange and some ice cubes, plus one cup of black coffee. Then Not for lunch, added to the wine, though, right? Like separate. Depends. Depends on your taste, Sandy. Okay. For lunch, two eggs cooked any way you choose, plus two glasses of white wine. Have them straight or with orange juice, whichever you prefer, plus one cup of black coffee if you need it. So your three eggs and three (laughs) glasses of wine deep right now. But don't worry. For dinner, you can have one average-sized steak grilled with black pepper and a little lemon juice plus the remainder of your wine left over from the day's allowance plus one cup of black coffee so you can have what three eggs one average size steak which i don't know what that means um and an an entire entire bottle bottle of wine wine. every day and three cups of coffee honestly the only part i would judge anyone on this is the eggs as a vegan but everything else sounds and the steak i guess but everything else sounds pretty good everyone i support you drinking a bottle of wine a day. i, I don't, don't know, know if i should be a part of that yeah. no <laughs> i don't think that's good at least honestly if the dinner was also eggs that would be way worse yeah i was expecting that i was like oh and then you get three eggs with your glass of wine for dinner because we're trying to i don't know what is this who was paid for this is this the egg industry paying for this you're not supposed to look into that stuff you're gonna get our podcast shut down (laughs) big egg is gonna come and shut down our podcast big egg is already mad enough that you're a vegan oh no they should be spreading vegan propaganda (laughs) an enemy of big egg i am an enemy a proud enemy of big egg (laughs) oh my gosh well you just Cracked a cracked that wide open the whole case wow. and the egg. Okay, beautiful. Um, so I know I have three, but I think I'm actually going to save one and read it after the honest ad. Oh, okay. So I'm going to read my Playboy, my Playboy. Okay. Sure. Um, so a little background. I love Kurt Vonnegut. I have a tattoo um, that says "So It Goes," which is from Slaughterhouse, Slaughterhouse Five. Five. I just read that like. A few months ago for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, really liked it. Okay, you'll like this because I love Vonnegut, like, just as a person. So here's an interview in Playboy. Playboy asks, In some of your books, especially The Sirens of Titan and Slaughterhouse-Five, there's a serious notion that all moments in time exist simultaneously, which implies that the future can't be changed by an act of will in the present. How does a desire to improve things fit with that? And Vonnegut said... 
You understand, of course, that everything I say is horse shit. And Playboy responded, of course. Oh. <laughs> it's a real interview. Oh my god, that's amazing. That is, that, yeah, that's, okay. Honestly, that's just a good way to respond if you don't want to have to, like, I don't know, deal with that kind of stuff and think too hard. Not that he's not a very intelligent person, but sometimes you might just not want to deal yeah, so I, I need think to... it would be, I think if I run for president, which, well, if I run for Supreme when? Dictator, when I run for yeah. Supreme Dictator, when I, uh, t- when I reign, when I begin my reign of glitter as a Supreme Dictator, um, and I have fake debates where I pretend like anyone could, could out glitter me. I'm going to just respond to any difficult questions. And people are like, in 2016, you said, da, 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 how do you stand? I'm going to say, you know, of course, everything I say is horse shit. People are going to go, oh, she's so smart. Mm-hmm. You know? You can't get in trouble for things you said in the past if They're literally everything you say is horse shit. Like, mm-hmm. and people are supposed mm-hmm. to know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. good to know. So basically, this whole podcast is just horse shit. So what it you're was trying before to tell I us. even joined. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Zandy. I'm just kidding. I love this podcast. Okay. Well, I like it better get, now get that to, I'm on it. Get to proving it then. <laughs> um, I had two way back whens. Do you have two way back whens for this podcast that you love you, so much? You know, I only just... have one. Oh. But how many textual encounters did you bring to the table? Hmm? I have a lot. I just don't read them because they're mm. so good. I don't want to outshine you in every single. Act. <laughs> Of the show. <laughs> oh, we couldn't have that. We couldn't have that. Let me read my way back when. This is an advertisement um, from the 1800s. So here we go. Young man, you have exceeded the limit allowed by nature in the enjoyment of worldly pleasures. You have at some time overtaxed your nervous system, and there is a weakness lurking there ready to break forth in all its pitiable, destructive effects upon you. Do not disregard these little symptoms which you feel from day to day. They are messages telling of the suffering of your nerves and warning you that a breakdown is near. It may come tomorrow, and then it will be too late to mend. Mend now! What energy is left you, put it forth and save yourself. Call on or write to Dr. Sandin and study his plan. Study how so many unfortunates have been saved. Don't wait. Act today. It is of vital importance to you. Uh, It's not over, but I would like you to guess what this is an ad for. You will never guess, but I want to hear your thoughts. I was going to say either like a caffeine pill like maybe a Viagra mm-hmm, situation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or or they're gonna prescribe Jesus. Okay, good, very good guesses. Both very wrong, but only because this is so absurd that I don't think you could have guessed. But those were, um, that oh. me, the, those guesses show you're listening. So that's good. Is it, was it the just wine a big and test. egg diet? Are they it is the wine, wine and egg no. diet. I'm all. I need I, this ad. I know I'm not a young man, but I feel that this ad being like, "Do you feel it? You're on the verge of a mental breakdown." Is like the voice I have in the back of my mind at all times. So whatever they're selling, I'm buying. Okay, if you can find one, I would love to see you with it. Here we go. Let me reveal it. Here's the next sentence with the big reveal. 
Have you read or heard of the wonderful cures which are being accomplished by Dr. Sandin's electric belt? Oh no. <laughs> it's literally a belt, but it's electric. I don't understand it, but here we go. Let me read a little bit more. There is not a hamlet on the Pacific coast, but has one or more who owe their happiness to it. This is the record of five years of good work. And here's, uh, um, here's what R.B. Douglas of Stamwood, Washington has to say about it. Belt has proved entirely satisfactory. My appetite is great, digestion good, memory improving, muscles hard and strong, bowels in good order, sexual strength improving, great increase of confidence, can do more work with greater ease than I ever have done before. Uh, based on the picture of it, it looks like it's, it like, might vibrate or something. You wear it and it looks like it might vibrate, which is why um, R.B. Douglas's bowels are so moved by this product. Oh, I just Googled it. It's also called the Pulvermasher Galvanic Belt. Well. And it was, oh, it even had a model that was designed to attach to the male genitals in a special sack that was claimed mm-hmm. to cure impotence and erectile dysfunction. And if you look at the picture, it says it's called the Boston Electric Belt. Wow. So you should be familiar. I, I see in this picture now, I, I saw something hanging from the front of the belt, and I did not know what it was until you brought up that sack. So now I know. It now comes I know. from the theory that the law... Okay, so this makes sense because you know how they were saying like you've overdone it? Yeah. It was created... Uh, it promoted a theory that the loss of male vigor later in life was a consequence of masturbation in early life and that a limited supply of semen would run out if time before time if it was wasted. So this is kind of like... This belt is like when you take the ketchup bottle and you like really shake it to try to get the last bits out. This belt oh, shakes no. you to try to like make sure you it's you get every last bit out. I'm like crawling out of my skin right now. Goodbye. I, I'm just following up on your information. I that was your I didn't fault. Find this information. It is my fault. But then also when you Google electric belts, it comes out with all these like core fit toning belt, fat burning, vibrating belt, which. So people are still peddling this st- stuff. Yeah, but yikes. Oh, no. Okay, well, thanks for that, Zandy. Thanks a lot. What was that sound? I thought, did did I just hear you, like, the whoosh of you putting one in your cart? What are you doing? Oh my gosh, Zandy, stop. (laughs) Uh, I'm getting one for you. Oh. Sorry, I take it back. Cut that out of the fucking show. (laughs) I have to go. I have to go. Uh. (laughs) Oh man, it's just you and me, Evan. Oh, I'm back. never mind. Shoot, she's back. You know what? <laughs> should we should we do our honest ad? Yeah, Zandy has an honest ad for us. I do. I do. I do. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear I it. I came prepared. Human seeking self-discovery. I am seeking new experiences in life. I recently left my job for health issues that occurred from stress from my job. It was really affecting my mental health and I needed a change. So the day I put in my two weeks notice, I signed up to go back to school to try to change fields. I'm cautiously optimistic and glad I'm going back to college 
but sometimes I just wish to know that someone else is still trying to figure out their future as well. It feels as though everyone else has their life together around me. I also felt I missed out on putting myself out there and had a tendency of isolating myself from others in the past. I want to find myself and, safely, surround myself with wonderful people. I do feel I will find what I'm looking for eventually. I just wanted to get that off my chest. Oof. Okay. This is so weirdly relevant to everything right now, but I was just talking to a friend yesterday who gave her one-day notice at a job that was treating her really, really poorly, Um, and we were just talking about how uh, no job is worth, like, being treated in a way that makes you feel bad about yourself and being, you know, basically told that that you don't have a voice and that you don't get to advocate for yourself. And, uh, and I, I was just saying that, you know, I worked in this job that I loved for a long time and then it got to a point where nothing like bad happened, but it was holding me back from growing as a person because I'd just been there for a long time and I had changed and sort of outgrown that space that I, that I was in there. And leaving was so freaking scary. It took me like two years longer to do it than it should have. And um, and even though it's like scary and weird and I have no idea what I'm doing with my life now, I'm doing like little contracts and this like weird podcast thing with this like kind of, I don't know, odd guy. Um, uh, <laughs> um, but but like I... I I also feel the same way. It's weird and it's hard and it's scary. And when you're at work, those are people that you're like, or even school, those are people that you're like guaranteed to see every day and you have structure. And then when you choose to leave it, you have this Mm. free falling. What do I do with my life feeling? And I think I know that Zandy and I talked about this actually, because I left my job right before I got offered the co-host position, which is amazing. And like to get serious for a sec, like, very very positive for my mental health at a time when I desperately needed it um but we bonded over that scary feeling of leaving a job and not really knowing exactly what was coming next that's definitely one of the reasons why I picked Liz was because of that conversation because yeah we I mean I literally left a job to pursue podcasting full-time not that what we have here is uh full-time gig or will be anytime soon well maybe we'll see maybe if those that hundreds of thousands of Miami Miamans Miami, don't leave us but but no yeah like that it's something as scary as it is it is so exciting and special to be in that position where you can leave something that is that you know is bad for you in order to look for something else and yeah terrifying scary I've done it multiple times I moved to LA without a job, um, which was also not a, I don't know, that was also very scary. Um, and it ended up being one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. No, hands down, hands down, one of the best. And every job that I quit ended up leading to something better. Um, and I quit them for, yeah, those were, I, I, I don't know what your specific situation is, but yeah, I was definitely mental health related, you know, treatment that was... I deserved better 
Um, it took me a little bit to realize it, but once I did and I left, I ended up uh, opening myself up to new opportunities. And yeah, it led, to, led me to where I am now. And I will admit, I still don't know what I'm doing with my life, <laughs> um, but at least I'm not constantly miserable doing what I'm doing now. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am proud of you for leaving that job. Um, you too, Liz. I'm proud of both of you. And uh, yeah, things are, I don't know, hopefully looking up for everybody. But yeah, and I'm, I'm excited to hear if your uh, education goes well, anonymous listener, because um, I think that's another big decision. So not only are you leaving something, but then you're going back into uh, trying a different field and getting an education for it. And proud of you for pursuing that as well yep and all that jazz and all that jazz that's funny actually this person is is pursuing a career in jazz oh fuck yeah Mm -hmm. funny you say that i wasn't supposed to say that on the show but it was just too good of timing our (laughs) blood contract of anonymity (laughs) our sacred vow our sacred vow (sighs) Oh well. Um, well, I have one last thing I'm a jig to do. dot com. Um, one last little reader Rooney. Uh, is it? Is it? Is it maybe a a third way back when? <gasps> Who told you that? Poncho. Poncho, do you have anything to say to the pod? <laughs> no. Okay. That was a weird noise from Poncho. This is a. This is a Dear Abby thing. Dear Abby is like where you write in to like this lady named Abby, but they had her in every newspaper. And it's kind of like Santa. Like, how can you hit all those houses in one night? Not to like, I don't know, make anybody doubt or anything, but I feel like Santa has to have at least a couple elves who go out with him. Every you year. think? Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We got to wait, wait. Let's, uh, wait. How did we get on Santa? I'm sorry. Abby? Yeah, Dear Abby. She's in every newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And you compared Dear Abby to Santa? Yeah. Sorry, your video was glitching out for a bit, and it was, like, really fun to watch. You were, like... So you were just stalling? No, I was just... glitching out now? (laughs) Can you see this? How many fingers am I holding up? She's making a heart with her hands. It's so cute. I'm flipping him off. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. So yeah, Santa. Yeah, let's get into this. Santa. Yeah, Santa. What's well, up? No, okay. I was just saying <laughs> that I think that people say, you know, Santa delivers all the presents across the world in one night. Mm-hmm. I don't buy that. It doesn't make sense. He has all these elves working for him. I think he has 12 magical reindeer and probably 11 elves and 11 sleighs that all go and deliver the rest of the gifts. It just doesn't make sense that he could do it all by himself. And that's what I'm saying is just like Dear Abby because Dear Abby is supposed to work for like every newspaper and Mm. do stuff every week in her section. I'm like, there must be, you know, little elves, probably 11 elves and 11 reindeers that help Abby write her segment. There, that's funny you say that because um, there was a thing in newspapers. Um, I forget what it's called. I'm like going to try to find it quick, but um, I, oh, is it like Betty Crocker or something? It was it was something like that, some famous name like that. But 
they weren't a real person, but you could write in and receive like recipes back. And I think there are segments in the newspaper, but there was no real person behind it. Mm. So does Abby have people working like uh, in all these newspapers or does Abby just not exist? We're going to get shut down by Big Abby and Big Egg now. Big Abby, Big Egg, Big Santa. No, like we're don't step- even mention. Don't we're even stepping- say BS. <laughs> we're going to get in. We're going to get on the naughty list. Oh, my gosh. Um, wait, but but um, um, I did call you a prude earlier. So, yeah, that wouldn't be too surprising. But um, but but I want to talk about something that, that your theory, your theory about the elves you're saying that each elf, like there are 11 elves and each one has one reindeer. Yeah. And that's how it works. That's interesting. I've never heard yeah. that before. It makes a lot of sense. And I think really has busted this whole thing wide open. Yeah. I don't want to cause any doubt, you know, for the listeners at home who believe in that silly story about one Santa and 12 magic reindeers, but that just doesn't seem like an appropriate distribution of labor. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, I, I know what you mean. Um, we'll, we're actually doing a spinoff podcast. We'll talk about this more. Um, the Secret Behind Santa and His Elves is the name of it. So stay tuned it's for a, that. It's actually the next season of Serial. <laughs> um, it's like a true... Well, like, wait, we don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, we don't no want to get sued by Big Serial. <laughs> Big Serial. <laughs> anyway, um, what's your Santa related way back when? It's not Santa related. It's Dear <laughs> Abby related. I know. I'm ready for it. <sighs> Dear Abby, a long time ago, you had the definition of maturity that I kept and liked a lot. I can't find it. Can you dig it up, please? From Mother in Osceola, Arkansas. Now, I thought that Dear Abby would say, how about just don't lose things next time? But she sent the definition again, and I really liked it. Dear Mother, consider it Doug. It was penned by my mother. This is maturity. To be able to stick with a job until it's finished. To do one's duty without being supervised. To be able to carry money without spending it. And to be able to bear an injustice without wanting to get even. Wow. I know, and it's weird because the fact that it starts with stick with the job until it's finished and we were just talking about quitting toxic jobs is like a little ironic <laughs> but i think there's a difference between very much so sticking with like a task that you need to do mm-hmm. until it's finished and like staying in a job that makes you feel bad about yourself absolutely com. absolutely <laughs> that is pretty funny though <laughs> no um, i think those are totally different and I, I i i don't think dear abby i don't think abby would ever I don't know, actually. I don't know Abby too well, but I would like to think Abby wouldn't fault someone for quitting a job that's not good for them mentally, physically, anything. Yeah, it's not I'm good sure for them. I'm sure she wouldn't. I'm sure she wouldn't. But I like that. To be able to stick... I'm going to replace job with task. To be able to stick with a task until it's mm-hmm. finished. To do one's duty without being supervised. To be able to carry money without spending it. I can't do that one. Yeah, th- I'm and not mature is what I'm learning here to bear an injustice without wanting to get even i definitely can't do that yeah no no we are constantly just fighting back and forth because we there's all these injustices against each other that we commit we commit injustices against one another um so yeah we're we're yeah we're constantly injusticing yeah but that's okay at least now we have an audience so we've calmed down this time because Evan's I was here, say, we've been so polite to each other. 
Huge shout out to Evan. Uh, thanks for being a, a witness to our <laughs> madness. Um, thanks for, uh, you know, not jumping in in defense of Zandy when I was bullying <laughs> him. I think that, you know, I really appreciate the bystander effect being, you know, so powerful. You um, should read the chat. Evan was constantly in chat telling how, you how evil you are. I'm um, just kidding. I'm actually, just kidding. Evan, Evan chatted me and said that. What what did he say? Let's see. He said, "No shame in not being a prude." Mm-hmm. You got that right, Ev. True. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. And you know what? Tell me. I appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast, who donates to the Trans Lifeline, who writes in their honest ads who comments on our Instagram, uh, who joined us on Green Room on Spotify. We should talk about that really quick. We should really quick. Good idea. Oh, howdy, everyone. I'm Liz. This is Zandy. We want to... Go ahead, Zandy. Oh, you want me to say it? Okay. Spotify um, acquired something, I believe it was called Locker Room, um, and it is now, they rebranded it as Green Room. It used and, to be for sports. Yeah, it used to be for Ugh. sports. I love sports, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I was never on there. So uh, anyway, now we're on there uh, because they've opened it up to basically anything. And the point is, it's all live. So Liz and I, we created a room on there um, one day and invited people to come hang out. And we just talk. And then you can ask to speak with us or on stage with us, basically. Uh, there's no video. It's just all audio. And we just chatted with people, new people, po- podcast listeners, strangers that popped in telling us about their conspiracy theories about uh, the moon landing, um, which was... That was wild. Somebody came on and said that they interviewed um, they interviewed someone who invented like the camera and microphone that they went live from the moon on. And I was like, whoa, that's so cool. And they were like, yeah, but, you know, the moon landing didn't happen. And they confirmed <laughs> that. And I was like, um, what? And then they said that they said their that files the... all got deleted. Yeah, it was like very... It was pretty wild. It was, it was wild. And I was... I don't know. So they said that the person they interviewed said something was fake off the air. But they didn't say what was fake. So then the person, the podcaster, I believe, jumped to the conclusion that they thought that the moon landing was fake, which um, it's not. I'm just going to make that pretty clear. Um, But I did talk about this on stream and people were like, you should have just like doubled down and said, you think the moon is real? Are you serious? Because apparently that's a good way to handle that. That That was not you, Aardvark Rancherette. I don't believe in the moon. <laughs> what do you believe in? Anything at all? No, the earth is... Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Earth is what? Stupid. How are you going to end this sentence? Is, I'm nervous. The earth is like the R- yolk round? of an egg. <gasps> and the sky big is egg. the shell. <laughs> this is why I'm so scared of big egg. It's the earth odd. is like the... Shh, Zandy, shh. <laughs> The earth is like the yolk of the egg. The air is the the egg white and the outside is the shell and somebody poked little holes and went 
big hole and sometimes and when the lights are on in the kitchen then it's the sun and when the lights are off in the kitchen then it's the moon whoa Stupid. so we how did you we, not know that we are in an egg in a kitchen <laughs> yeah of course what <laughs> this is almost as actually no this is better than your elf reindeer theory what did you this think is we even... were on a rock curling through like a void in like weird circles around like a fireball explosion you know what yeah, you got right. me there i that doesn't sound any any less insane yeah, I bet you believe in dinosaurs too, <laughs> and lions, <laughs> and lions. Oh my gosh, I've never seen one, so I guess yeah, I've never seen a, a lion and an egg in the same room. So maybe we're just in a, a lion. Wait, is the lion in the kitchen? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the egg is in the lion, and the lion has a kitchen inside oh, of its belly. Well, I also wanted to say, I know some of you did not like last week's episode. What? Oh, yeah, we got some comments on Instagram that hurt my feelings, but I asked for them, so it's fine. Oh, my Um, gosh. What? (laughs) Okay. I'm, 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 okay. I didn't see that. What? What? Okay. That's weird. Why are people being negative about our, it's a pride special. I said, what did y'all think of this week's episode? uh And I got some constructive criticism, but you know what? We had such a good time doing it, and that's the most important thing. Again, but you know, no, but well, hey, that was something I edited. That I was not there for it. I edited it, and I was not there because of my own fault. Um, I wanted to be there, and I messed up, so that was on me. Liz was able to, and we had the two guests already scheduled so there was no we had to record at that time and liz stepped up to the plate and did the whole thing herself without me when i had and it was a total thing and i felt so terrible but then after editing and listening that episode i was like i had nothing to worry about i thought it was amazing i had such a it was a joy to listen to it especially the parts i edited out there are some very (laughs) great parts that i edited out for some reasons but um see evan evan liked it too um so that's all we care about but yeah no yeah. and also especially and if you because did like it, just give can you just give a little love to our guests hershey and joey because i know they saw the comments and i just want them to know that oh, you know I'm we love happy. them oh, no it's okay wonderful. they weren't okay. like bad Sorry. they weren't like your guests suck they just didn't like the format and okay. they missed you handy and that's understandable. Um, and that's but... okay. That's okay. I just know that our guests came and they they did what we asked of them. Mm-hmm. And I thought that we had a really good time. And so I just wanted to say, if you did enjoy the episode, we know our episodes are amazing. But maybe mm-hmm. just, you know, show them a little love. Say They deserve it, seriously. you on Human Seeking Human. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, because I did, I, I did ask for feedback and then i thought maybe this feedback (laughs) doesn't you know resonate well with with our guests it's fine everybody's fine everything's fine everybody's fine everything's fine um i thought it was wonderful and most importantly you had a good time recording it and our guests had a good time based on listening to it and i think that we should do more things like that and 
the whole time I was listening, I just felt like I was missing out. It seems so fun. And I, so yeah. So even though you said we won't do it again, I wouldn't mind doing something like that again because I want to be there well, next yeah, time. Maybe, maybe we'll have, we'll, we'll have guests again. Yeah. Maybe we'll be a little bit more structured. I do hear that, you know, whatever, whatever y'all, we dictate this podcast. We're the supreme dictators. We're going to glitter all over it. And you can just, you can just sit and listen, sit pretty. Listen tight. Yeah, really pretty in all that glitter. And we love you. Um, as long as you listen. And if you stop listening, <laughs> then we hate you. And that's just how it works. Yeah, that's the nature of podcasting. That's, you know, that's what Liz signed up for. Um, that's not Liz's opinion. That is actually just how it factually it goes. Blood contract. Yeah, part of our part of our oath. Um, yeah, so thank you to our guests, um, Hershey and Joey unami that was just wonderful so thank you to them check them out at hershey on h-e-r-s-h-e and then at joey unami uh, j-o-e-y-u-n-a-m-i and check them out everywhere youtube uh spotify soundcloud etc yeah twitch check out and 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 just check check in you know check in with the pod check in with your friends Check in with your therapist. Mm-hmm. Check in mm-hmm. with Evan. Check Evan in with I was going to say. like a really uh, intense episode. Um, I know that it's overwhelming to me. Your heroes. <laughs> I'm sure that, you know, it's going to take you some time to decompress. But, um, but seriously, Evan, thank you for joining us. Thank you for getting involved with the Trans Lifeline. That's like going to carry me for the next a uh, couple of weeks like i'm yeah. so happy to hear that and you did that uh, liz you did that you led to that i mean evan also did that but you like you know yeah i know you should feel good really about that happy good it makes me really happy good. um wowza yeah yeah all righty well thank you everybody this was this was fun um back to regularly scheduled programming for now but watch out haters we might throw some guests your way eventually again yeah <laughs> with love we'll throw them with love with oh them. yeah we'll throw people with love and maybe a tiny bit more structure Just yeah yeah we'll figure it out we'll figure it out that's what this podcast has always been about since i first started it it's about figuring things out so f-i-o, F-I-O. we are constantly f-i-o-ing um what we do here so um we appreciate you all for being here and checking it out and giving us your love and we love you back And we will see you next week. Until then.